As many of you know, my favorite sport growing up since I was a little kid has always been baseball. It was my first love as a child, and I played it starting when I was four years old. But if you play baseball enough, especially when you get older, you realize a rather stark truth about the game, and that base is that baseball is a game of failure. What do I mean by that? Think of it this way. The best hitters in the major leagues make an out seven times out of ten. They're still paid tens of millions of dollars, but they, they make an out seven times out of ten. That is failure more often than success, but that counts as success in the game of baseball. For someone who had ne was never seen or heard of baseball, if they would hear that, that the best players make an out seven times out of ten, they would probably say, that's success? How on earth can that be described as success? Seven times out of ten, making it out. Well, in baseball, greatness is actually defined by failure. It can be a difficult game to play if you're a perfectionist like myself. In, an er in, a, in a game where success is measured by something other than achievement. And I think Jesus gives his apostles a very similar instruction in the gospel that we hear tonight. He gives them a warning about how to measure their success when they go out and preach the good news. Jesus, after all, is sending out his disciples today, two by two, to baptize and to proclaim the gospel. And he instructs them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. But Jesus also adds, whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them. Jesus is preparing his disciples for moments, for instances where they will be rejected. Because he knows that those moments will come. And even this gesture of shaking the dust off their feet is a rather significant one for the Jewish people. The Jewish culture at that time placed a great deal of significance on land. Like the promised land versus the land of, of the Gentiles. And there was a great delineation between the land of Israel and the land of the Gentiles. And if you were somehow in a foreign country before coming back into the promised land, into Israel, you would shake the dust of that other territory off your feet to not defile God's land. It was sort of a, a judgment saying that, you're right, you, you, have, you are not a member of the body you're not accepting the word that we believe from God. And that is sort of what Jesus instructs his disciples to do in this gospel. He wants them to not be afraid of being rejected. Because rejection, much like failure in baseball, is, is part of the game for being a disciple of Jesus. And these moments of rejection will most likely come for his apostles when they have to challenge their listeners to change their behavior. To give them a difficult teaching that they might not be willing to accept. And that there will be times where the apostles will have to move on from people that they are preaching to because they aren't being received. And they aren't getting anywhere. And to the onlooker who might see this, they might be tempted to think of that as failure. And most of us define our success by how popular we are or how many people we get to follow us. But we know, brothers and sisters, that part of being a Christian means that we will be rejected from time to time. In fact, Jesus is almost telling his apostles to expect resistance and to expect disappointment, that the gospel won't be accepted by all and that they will be seen as a failure. 
Again, our, our world would look at that and say, well, just change your teachings. Make yourself more popular. That's somehow seen as virtuous in our day and age. Brothers and sisters, we cannot define success by earthly terms or equate our accomplishments with temporal flourishing. Christ is also instructing his disciples, and I think he's also instructing us to not just listen for only what we want to hear. He's telling his disciples to sometimes preach those challenging things. After all, the prophet Amos in the first reading today did just that. He was kind of a, an outsider. There was a class of professional prophets at the time who really only told the people what they wanted to hear, and they were rather popular. It's pretty easy to see that. And yet Amos preached a little bit of fire and brimstone, and he was rejected by the people of his day. And Jesus is telling his disciples, and he is telling us not to be afraid of that. That lesson holds true. Because if you're only hearing what you want to hear, then that means me as a preacher, I'm, I'm not doing my job well. And if we're only listening to what we want to hear, then we probably need to ask ourselves a question of why that is. As I sometimes like to joke, it, it would be a very suspicious thing if I had a 100% approval rating. Just like it'd be suspicious if a baseball player got a hit 10 times out of 10. I would probably think, A, that player's on steroids, or their team was stealing signs and telling him what pitch was coming by banging it on a trash can because that's never happened before in Major League Baseball. Never. It's never happened before. It's almost be suspicious, right, if I only told you what you wanted to hear or if you only heard what you wanted to hear. We have to ask ourselves, how do we measure success? It's not necessarily about how many people we might bring to Mass not even about how many followers we might have. Our success, brothers and sisters, is defined by how faithful we are to Christ and to the gospel that we have heard. Christ would rather his disciples shake the dust off their feet against those who reject the gospel than compromise his teaching to bring them in. Christ would rather his church in this gospel be smaller but more faithful. That's what Jesus' priority is. And again, that can be difficult to reconcile today, especially in a day where we want to evangelize. We want to go out and bring people the good news. And that is true. But as Mother Teresa says, we are not called to be successful. We are called to be faithful. We must proclaim the truth in love to those that are closest to us in a way that can hopefully attract the listener. But when push comes to shove, we cannot be afraid to challenge those around us to live a better Christian life. And we cannot be afraid of being hated or rejected either. So may we take up this commission from Jesus that he gives to his disciples today to go out and preach the gospel and preach the truths of our faith, not concerned with earthly success or any rejection that might come our way, but only concerned with our fidelity to Christ and proclaiming the good news.